When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. And welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. This week we are talking about 1999's The Rage Carry 2. Yeah. Uh, and it is <laughs> shockingly better than it had any right being. Uh, For real. This was, picked, this was picked by me. This is, we're finally done listener submitted month, uh, plus an additional week. And <laughs> we're watching The Rage Carry 2. So let's talk about this because there's some lulls. But all in all, I kind of dug this movie, and I know Scott did. Brian, where's your landing on this? I love this movie, and I and I I think one of the things I loved about it is it's such a '90s like film. But instead of doing the '90s horror where they got a bunch of like actual team heartthrobs and like the A-list heartthrobs, this is like a bunch of like finger snap uh, yeah. heartthrobs where you're like, that's a uh, Who's that? That's the guy. Uh, uh, that's, wow. that's Brad from that's Brad from Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact that I learned. Out of all the pe- all of the quote unquote teenagers in this movie, only three of them were actual teenagers during the making of the movie. Do you know who those three are? Finch is one of them. Finch is one of them. Shit break. <laughs> Do you know who the other two are? Um, Mina Suvari, Mina Suvari. Okay, and the third one, Zachary mm. Ty Bryan, whatever. Yeah, that blew my mind because he looks damn near thirty in this yeah, movie. That's because Brad... he's got like this weird crease in his forehead. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Brad from from Home Improvement mm. was a teenager at the time of the making Zachary of this movie. Zachary Ty Bryan. Yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> Jason but, uh, London, Cruise. though. Jason London had to be twenty seven. Oh, had he had to had to be easily. Um, you and know this is pre-American Pie, which was crazy to me. I thought for sure 
Finch and Mina Savari being in this was like no, dude. Think about it. Yeah. Like you can you know already because Mina Savari's hair is looks like shit in this movie, and they made her True. way hotter for America she, Pie. The fact that she in this movie is supposed to like. There is nothing, I think I said, this movie can try all they want to make sleeping with Mina Savari a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no matter how gothy and weird you make her, she is still gorgeous in this film. This yeah, might be this the... is a Janie Briggs movie for sure. Yeah. Like, for, even for uh, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a okay, bunch of attractive so here... people. So, Rachel, uh, even in high school. So, I saw this movie in the movie theaters. Um, and I actually took a girl to see this movie. Ooh. And, and I don't know if you heard in the background. <laughs> I heard Megan. Yeah. She's not going to... I think that she knows what happened in my car after um, I took this girl to a movie. Um, and she just laughed. She, she knows the story. But, yeah, um, she and I were um, in plays together. So we were kind of theater nerds, right? And she was a year older than me. And she was upset because she, I think, got a uh, – she, she went and saw a college and didn't get in or something. I don't know. But so she was upset and I called her and I said, do you want to go see this movie with me? And she said, sure. And so uh, I said, a movie. And then we get there and this was back before, you know, you could just fandango shit. But uh, we got there and I was like, what do you want to watch? And she was like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, well, what about Carrie 2? Like, you like scary movies? She's like, whatever. And so we watched Carrie 2. And then um, on the way home, we've been playing like grab ass in the theater during the spring production because that's what, you know horny teenagers do theater kids do uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, and so on the drive home she's like you know find a spot and we'll park and i was like oh god because <laughs> it might come as a shock to you but i did not have any game in high school so um, i mean yeah. one could argue you don't have game in your 30s you just walked out with megan <laughs> i know i know i tell her that all the time i was only smooth two times in my life one was kissing her and the other one was actually i don't know what else was um, yeah, I was gonna say because you said that even the proposal, you you panicked. Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I uh, I was Carlton Banks and ticks. <laughs> One of the scariest moments of my life. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love how we're such basic white boy bitches because like it, it's so terrifying to ask the woman you love if she'll spend the rest of your life with her life with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so anyway, uh, what I was getting at was that yes, that this movie did get me touched in my no-no place uh (laughs) don't yell at me let's put our mouths on our face for a winter (laughs) no 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 (laughs) but wait 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 wait. i I want oh god damn it so i also wanted to mention that even in high school i saw this movie movie in theater i didn't find rachel to be attractive and i had also i have not watched this since then Listen, I, I don't know if it's is, because I was a nose. drug addict, so like I hung out with like a lot of like strung out people. Oh, but she women. doesn't even look like but, she's like, strung out. It's fine. No, no, I'm not saying she's strung out. I'm saying I'm not saying that like, oh man, Rachel's super hot, but like 
I've been with girls that I will deny to this day that I've been with. <laughs> and there are girls who have been with you that will deny that they've been with yeah. you to this day. Well, yeah. that is all of them. Um, yes. <laughs> Including but... Jade. She's like, I've never even kissed that man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gave me Go a pretty ring, though. Go look at Jade's profile picture right now. You know who's not in it? Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. This is true. <laughs> hey, I hate to break it to you, Brian, but that has no bearing on whether someone likes you. Like, but Scott... Not- we are not in high school anymore. <laughs> Scott, I do agree with you that, like, to me, I don't think Rachel's that attractive until she turns evil. And then I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. It's because <laughs> you like powerful, you like strong women. Yeah, me too. I do, yeah. Here, when but- she's got, like, the barbed wire all over yeah. and her eyes are just, like, wide open. I'm like, okay, I get it now. Yeah, um, she's so- only unattractive because she has bad eyebrows. It she is the bad, really bad eyebrows. Even in yeah. 1999, <laughs> I was like, those eyebrows are atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's start. Hold on a second. We're skipping... The first note that I have, the episode, the, the the episode, the movie starts off with with someone painting using red paint across the middle. A can of red. Uh, a can of red <laughs> across the middle of a house as if it's some type of wacky sitcom roommate situation where they're only allowed to have that half of the house. Um, you get the, the poli- ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but then the police come and arrest her and I can't figure out. Who called the police in this situation? Was it just like because she's I in a trailer th- park, I th- and I feel like trailer park folk don't really uh, bother each other that much. Like they let things lie, and it doesn't <laughs> seem like Rachel's going to be making any phone call to the police that her mom slapped her with a paintbrush. That is that's how you get your kid to shut the fuck up. You smack him in the face with a can of paint full of paintbrush full of red. Dude, let me tell oh you something. God. I I got some trailer parks and where I live. And the bond of a trailer park and how invested they are in each other's lives is surprising. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I think that Matt- but like, are they call cops on each other? Bond Dude, or like, hey, we protect you at all times. Cops on each other. It's trashy people. I'm not necessarily saying <laughs> yeah. that. That I'm not saying that everybody lives in a trailer park is trash, but I'm saying that every person that's trashy will call the cops. <laughs> yeah, but enough. also, I, like, let's just say that Brian's theory is right. That it's the um, trailer park community is such that it uh they have a, a bond right they know that that rachel's mom is fucking psycho so they they probably are like this is I, i'm sick of this i've heard her going nuts praying and shit all night long this is the third time this week she's having a manic episode i'm calling the cops yeah or the cops could have already been there you know, they they just do routines there. And the neighbor was just like, I don't know why you're up in my shit. She's painting red lines all up in her house. Hoopla. <laughs> That's true. They could also, they could already, they were just already there. <laughs> um, so we get to the high school and this is the moment. So the first time I ever saw this movie was when Scream Factory put out the double DVD of this and the TV movie of Scream, uh, Scream of Carrie. The moment that I was like, I'm okay with this movie is we pull up to the high school and immediately the hippos far behind is like the soundtrack. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I I knew that you'd know what it was because like I would, I would, is this soundtrack or like the, the music from the movie, is this collected on a carry Two compilation of some sort? Because it would be killer. It's got, you got so much ska in it. It's and I don't even love it for the ska. I love it because I was like, nice. I don't even have to force an Adam Sandler reference for this one. <laughs> so they're all I, gonna laugh at you. 
I looked up the soundtrack because I was curious. It looks like none of the ska made it to the soundtrack, and the soundtrack is all like industrial and, and yeah, rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Super disappointing because there is a ton of ska in this. But the best part about that is that when they arrive there, it does the thing like in Disturbing Behavior and Mean Girls and like every teen comedy where they show the different clicks, but they don't have to do any exposition. You just see it. This is this is the list of clicks. So, um. Uh, and only in 1999 can you arrive at school on a school bus and there's an impromptu cheer routine happening. Like, I just, I love that. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> so you got the skaters, you got the stoners, they're doing a hacky sack. You got the rockers and two of them are strumming unplugged electric guitars. And what are they going to do with their electric guitars during the day? Are they going to leave them in their lockers? They're not going to fit. <laughs> but then there are also like so many pastel cardigans. Every girl, it, you can always tell the girls that are the preps because they're wearing pastel cardigans. But let me tell you, it looks like it's supposed to, I mean, it's supposed to be spring because it's a prom movie, right? This is like a promedy. Um, but uh, but it's football season, so it would be fall. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think we all just assumed, oh, it's Carrie 2, must be prom. And that's when we were like, the, well, watch the it trees. in May for prom season. But yeah, it is definitely football season. But the thing is, is that it's, if you look at the outside, the outdoor scenes, it's springtime. And yeah. let me tell you what, the head cheerleader, the brunette head cheerleader, definitely knows it's early head spring. Not her, but her chest. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is cold as shit on set for that one scene. Uh, so, so there's the scene where Mina Savori jumps Whoa. off of a. Mina Suvuri. <laughs> so, I was almost there. Mina Suvuru. Uh, <laughs> when did John Travolta become our third co host? Hey, so, she <laughs> so she jumps off the school, and man, that face smash into the windshield is gnarly. It is because there's that pause. And I remember yeah. that, like, being shocked that it happened in theaters and then when the blood came out i was like oh that's horrific and it still hits yeah, yeah. it's a really like yeah. for, for the eyes wide open yeah. is like really creepy it's a creepy little shot for this movie is way more competent than i realized in 1999 for one and also like there are there's some gold in it you know like some really yeah. competent like uh, uh cinematography and writing it, which is ironic because i never would have remembered that because when you're in high school and you watch horror you are watching it for crazy kills nudity and people that look and act cool like you want to be and the music mm -hmm. i guess but like yeah this movie didn't really hit for me and so i had like this i know kyle on our group uh he's always like carry two kills it's so awesome and i was very um passe about it and after watching it i i don't know if i would run out and watch it again it's no killer party but it's a lot better than i remember it to be it's it's a very fun movie um so there's one th i feel like honestly the biggest issue with this movie is trying to tie it into the original carry because i feel like whenever oh, they yeah. show that old footage it's like oh like i don't need this like it's perfectly fine if it's just another telepathic girl yeah, like, and you was, don't need that whole thing. It was also really weird that they like got um uh what's Amy it? Irving Amy Irving to play Sue Snell again. Really yeah. weird. I thought that, that like if they would have just had it this is here's the way that I think that it would have been better if they would have explained the movie and Sue Snell being in it is that Sue Snell um found another uh uh another 
town that had like this experience of so like you know care she survived carrie and then it scarred her to the point where she's a like a child psychiatrist and she knows that rachel has this history because of when they take her away from her parent her mom that all the like there there is some sort of telekinetic poltergeist phenomena yeah, going thing on that happens and yeah, so phenomenon she, happens when she's upset yeah so it, oh. she, she should have done the research and been like i've been waiting I, wa- I mean, like, wouldn't that have been so much better instead of being like it's too much happenstance that she's just at the school? Like, like, that's the only but that's really the only issue that I have. I also kind of feel like the black and white whenever she's using her powers is like a really Dude, stupid choice. Yeah, I don't so like it. unnecessary. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. I don't know. But, but uh, so let's jump into my favorite dialogue scene. So Mina Savori kills herself and then Rachel is upset. And then her dog gets hit by a car, and that's when Jason London picks her up, and they take the dog to the vet. Adorable little beagle. How, um, wait, first they, of all, how is that dog still alive? That dog was not young when that girl got taken away from her. Well, also, there's no fucking way that she would go through the foster system and get to keep her dog. Yeah. And also, that so okay, let's just say that she was six or seven. Let's say she was seven when she got she got put into foster care. That dog was two. Right, so that means yeah. that beagle is twelve, because it's ten years later, because she's seventeen. Yeah, there's no fucking way that that dog would survive that brutal, brutal car accident. Yeah, and like it's, that. It's, that is the what? worst part of this movie is is watching that like fake dog get run over because I didn't remember if the dog died or not. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, like, regardless if he survives, I don't want to watch him get fucking plowed like yeah, yeah. underneath the car tumble yeah. it's just like it, you, it ain't good it, it's not that's not the scene i want to talk about though let's let's move past the awfulness of that because that's the scene that i could do without what i would never want to remove from this movie is jason london and rachel sitting in what looks like kind of like a 50s diner looking oh, at yeah. this mini jukebox oh no <laughs> and jason goes where's the good stuff like garbage <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes, um, um, she goes, you like garbage? And, and he, he goes, goes yeah, yeah they Sharon ro- Manson. Yeah, Sharon-, <laughs> Sharon Manson rocks. And then she goes, Lisa loved garbage. <laughs> Everybody is so cavalier about a suicide. And they go back to school the next fucking day. Next day. Yeah, school's closed for like a week if someone kills themselves on campus, at least. Like, you can't just go back to, like, that car, there's going to be bloodstains everywhere. It's Yo, oh. whose car was that anyway? Yeah, seriously. So those uh, guys yeah. are so awful to everyone. I mean, like, they're, they're pieces of shit. And, like, even Jason London. This is, like, the shittiest jocks in a long time. I like, think that they might be up there top three worst yeah, ever. Like, they're horrific. Um, and they decide, oh, we're going to play. A... So this part made me laugh. They, the two really do like Jason is not great. Jason London is not, you know, like he can't, he's, all, he's get a off pretty scot free. Yeah. He's a real prick too. But, but the other two specifically, uh, you know, Brad from home improvement and like the, the dude with the bad facial hair, the Johnny drama facial hair. They, you, know, they I thought really that was, you know, I thought that was the biggest name in the movie for a second. When he first came on, I was like, they got Ethan Hawke in this? It does look, then- <laughs> he does look like Ethan It's Ethan Hawke that ate a um, an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the thing. He prank calls Rachel before they fuck with her. 
and he calls his Donald Duck doing scream. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And it's it just was so funny. I love when they do that, where it's like they disguise their voice, but immediately let you know who they are. You yeah. know? It was like in the, the pilot of community when he's like Meet me in the parking lot. It's the professor. Why are you talking like that? I'm disguising my voice. <laughs> or, I mean, not quite the same, but it's almost like a Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> when the guy's like, Welcome to the pit of despair. <laughs> the pit of despair. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that whole scene is actually kind of, like that scene actually stressed me out a little bit because i'm just like oh this is so mean like they're just banging on the windows and shit and calling her and calling her a whore they're so mean to her and she has done nothing but rightfully tell the cops about a rape <laughs> like, yeah that's that's all she did was the right thing and that is so upsetting and i guess that's carrie like carrie in general it's like they don't do anything wrong they're just horribly treated all the time Carrie White yeah. definitely got it a, a worse for the most part than Rachel until the last thing. That's pretty bad. Um, but it was it was fairly topical. Like there's like the kind of the whole backstory of the movie was like fairly topical, even for like the nineties, where it's like, oh, this guy, you know, did this fucked up thing to a girl, but because of where his dad stands in the town, it's just yeah. completely swept under the rug. Yeah. Yeah, he just gets gets the write off and keeps yeah. going on with his life. Because, like, football is more important, and it's, like, it, I, I honestly, like, I, <clears throat> as much as the scene pissed me off, I really like that about the movie. Not to take, like, a, you know, Fright School Jersey Girls twist <laughs> on our, like, on our ridiculous show, but I did, like, really like that where they were, like, you're going to ruin this football player's life by but doing he, this to him. But here's the you thing, know? like, the football player stuff, like, Varsity Blues, this ain't. Because like mm-hmm. it's not it's not like they could afford enough extras to make it look like a packed stadium. Like it just looks like a a mild attendance to the football games. Yeah. Um, there's that weird scene with the coach where I wrote my own version of the quote where he goes, "You want to play next week? Then drop trowel and let your coach stare at your backside." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking weird. It was so strange that there's got to, but I guess that that's like I I would love to show that scene to like a bunch of dudes who played football in high school in the nineties and be like, so is this complete bullshit or is this like something that you probably actually did experience? And I bet that at least 50% would be like, yeah, that was pretty normal. Well, I mean, okay. show your asshole to your, yeah. to your coach. No, no, football's fucking weird, man. Dude, I, I, <laughs> cockroach, shake your shit around. <laughs> what? Are you questioning me? Now come don't kiss my son. <laughs> oh, shit. So because of football, the school gets egged by the revi- the revival, the rival school. Oh, yes. Every egg hits Finch. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> but that scene made me laugh. Why is it always the victim that gets it? The innocent. The innocent. The innocent. The innocent. <laughs> yeah. He's just covered in eggs. And I'm like, did they aim for him? Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, here's another thing in this movie that doesn't make sense. They haven't done anything with the burnt down school from 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and they walked from the other school. So it was just Wait, like they, they moved over like 15 feet. Yeah, because it was drove. The, 
Oh, did they? I think they drove. I think that they Sue had takes to have drove. Oh, okay. I don't think you can go to a school with a burnt down school next door. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, someone would be like, uh, "This needs to go." <laughs> hey, yeah, I uh, tried taking my son to his first day of school, and it's just a burnt down building. Oh, uh, we're <laughs> next door, man. <laughs> We're, oh. we're, yeah we're 444 you're at 442 <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that makes me feel so much better <laughs> so uh, but stupid. like i left the kid at the burnt out school for the day because i was uh, i was late to my first meeting yeah i had to get to a payphone to call you about this because it's 1990 <laughs> can you send one of the security guards in his little golf carts to get my son he's got a wheelie book bag he's trying to get it over rubble now <laughs> so rachel uh goes to bone town and her uh, foster yeah. parents her foster parents are not okay with it and like I'm not saying the foster parents were good people, but, wait, no, but no, no, holy, they're, they're terrible. Oh, they, oh, they go, where are we going to get that 300 zero. a month? Yeah. Yeah. But man, they go from like zero to a hundred with that face slap. Cause that is like, that is some shit. Like that, yeah. that was like a downward slap. I was, that was another one of those moments where I was like, holy shit. Like right there with the face hitting the windshield. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not great people. But man, that face slap was like, if you didn't already hate him, you hate him now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but somehow, because Rachel's dating Jason London, it the the like subtle uh Romeo and Juliet thing that they're trying to do oh is my like God. so forced. It's so forced. But she gets invited to the big football game party or whatever, and all of the asshole jocks have the most insincere apologies and this is where rachel this is on you rachel if you can't see <laughs> through the insincerity of the apologies that are happening like get out of it's there you don't two belong weeks there since your best friend just killed herself over this yeah. guy like get out of there um and then there's like these weird like they're dancing but it's like it keeps doing these slow motion dance scenes to show that she's having the time of her life but like <laughs> football parties there has never been a movie from revenge of the nerds all the way up to now where a football party looked cool like it never <laughs> looked cool it looked obnoxious even in the 80s hey like, um i don't know about you guys but i never went to a good high school party and i, I mean i was always a sober dd uh, i'm sure matt was too but um man high school parties are just awkward like people yeah. getting drunk off a bad beer and eh, it just it's not good yeah, the only high school parties I ever really attended were like stage crew post, like, you know, when the show, the final oh, yeah. night of like a show, like, oh, okay, it's Saturday night. Let's all go to like so and so's house. And like, those don't even count as parties. That's just a bunch of awkward people sitting around being awkward. Yeah, for... making basically, you're watching a movie, quoting other popular movies from the time. Um, maybe your leg touches someone else's leg. Um, and maybe you awkwardly touch your crush's hand. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not. Yeah, you drink it's, soda. It's not, you, eat, you drink some soda. You eat some pizza. Eat some beets. Yeah, there's usually there's at least a fifty percent. There's usually a fifty percent chance that the party has parents at it. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So like that's a hundred percent chance in my town. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
Yeah, I mean, even like the scene where they're throwing the 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 notebook and they're doing like the blue fifty two and like the whole like football thing. It's like that reminds me of like dazing and fuse, and even that that party didn't seem that great when it was just the football players hanging out. The party in the woods, maybe, but like <laughs> just the guys drunk on the football field. I'm like, I don't want to do that at night. You guys are losers. Um, <laughs> but man, so all this builds to they reveal that they play this game where they get points for how unattractive the girl is that they sleep with which is ridiculous and then no no no. it was um, that they got no the hotter the girl the better the points right oh okay because i was wondering why she tracy, was 30 points tracy the um the head brunette cheerleader cheerleader uh, yeah. oh oh she is the melrose place super bitch by the way yes <laughs> i think it's the harder to close i guess that's probably it the what am i a bet so am i a fucking bet bet yeah whatever whatever their point structure is she finds out about the point structure then they show the video of her having sex and that's when if you weren't digging this movie the last 20 minutes holy shit because so so let me see a little second um so we got the spear gun through two heads, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, like yeah. the shish kebab yeah. spear. Oh, are you we uh, going through all of the um, uh, um, deaths? Because I wrote them all down. Do you want to go chronologically? I wrote Let's a do few it. down. So what I have one that says apparently got fucked up bad, which I don't remember what that was in reference to. I don't know. Um, well, but, so the first one. So they're they're showing. Also, they made child pornography by videotaping uh rachel having sex for the first time because she's 17 yep and, yes. and i mean listen they, they they got off of uh the statutory rape charges i don't so know I'm statutory sure rape is that he said she said against a dead girl versus having video evidence disseminating around like making making pornography of somebody without their consent who's underage is i'd say yeah, so listeners don't worse. do that i'm i'm gonna yeah. throw that out there it's not a game Wild card. Don't do it. Um, uh, but wait, wait. So so uh, then she she freaks out and um, let's talk real quick before we go through the deaths. The the effect of the heart pulsating alive on her arm looks fucking. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. I was actually really impressed with what when the tattoo comes alive looks like because it holds up. I know it's CGI, yeah. but it, it surprisingly holds up. It looks really good. There's like only I, one I, yeah, that doesn't hold up in this, and we'll get to it. Is it the CD death? Because Hellraiser no. three already got there, lady. I know, I know, dude. <laughs> I, I just told you like four times I want to go chronologically. The killer, sorry, stop sorry, fucking sorry, me over. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. What's the first kill? Go. Uh, so somebody gets decapitated when those those crazy bay windows or the the sliding glass windows all explode, explode. inward, and someone's That's, head okay. just. Boop. <laughs> So that's what I wrote. Um, according to the IMDb, they did that scene three times where the glass wow. explodes behind her. And she she looks scared the first two times. And they're like, you have to look like you can't. You have to look like completely still. This is the last time we can do it. So they did it. But what they didn't know was that the glass was slicing up her back every time. Oh, and that's shit. why she looked. So they don't after that scene they don't show her from the back because she was so cut oh up my God. from the glass explosion. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So um, did so they do the, I, do you think that they did the fire scenes all together and then they did the outdoor scenes beforehand or something? 
Probably. I think I think you would usually you want to save the big crazy effect stuff for last. I think they just burned down yeah. the entire set because I mean that fire yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so she blows all so the somebody, windows blow yeah, out she, decapitate someone. And that that is my favorite kill of the movie, just because it's so it's right there. Like there's not even like a you don't expect it. You just get a decapitation, but then you get somebody else's throat slit and they're just like, like blood gushing yeah. everywhere. And then Sue and that bro get impaled on the same. Uh, I think it's a fire poker. I don't think it's, yeah, a, it's a fire poker. Okay. It's a fire poker. Yeah. I, I wrote spear gun incorrectly, but yeah. Then we that, have the, the gender bend CD Cenobite, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's around this point that we get. The incredible zoom in on Finch so he can get the zinger of, oh, oh man, we're missing one killer party, which was in the trailer. <laughs> that was definitely a trailer <laughs> shot. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't. Shipbreak is such a weird addition to this movie because he's he brings nothing to the table. They depict him as like one of Rachel's friends in a scene, but then it's never brought up again. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know if it was reshoots or or cutting out his scenes or what but i don't i don't know it's just weird i i think they could have gotten a lot more levity out of him i also wonder because i think i remember him being if they're under 18 oh they there's there's a limitation there's a limitation the hours because i think i remember hearing that this was made around the same time as american pie and i think he was 17 and i think that if you watch that movie finch is in it a lot less than the other guys because he had a limited schedule compared to the other three. Gotcha. Which is why they have like, oh, he has to leave the school to go to the bathroom and like he tries to be fashionably late to parties and stuff like that. Was like, oh, that's cool. Ways to write around, yeah, like it was ways to write around the fact that he had a limited schedule to the rest of the cast. Um, but yeah, so that might be it too. Is that they wrote a character that was supposed to be there a lot more. And then they were like, shit, we really like this 17-year-old, and he can't be here as long as everybody <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's fair. Uh, then we get a couple people that die from fire. Um, not like they couldn't just stop, drop, and roll, fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, well, in a burning house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> roll over! <laughs> I think this fire over here is a little less hot. <laughs> But then we get the only bad CGI in this movie. And this is what I remember from watching it the first time and thinking that it looked shitty in 1999, which is the glasses exploding inward uh, into the girl's eyes. Um, uh, See, but I kind of like it because it leads to the spear gun through the cock. Yeah, and, <laughs> like and then like, his nutsack goes through his asshole yeah. into the pool. And he's just like... He, you know, he makes the weird slapstick face like everybody does when they get kicked in the nuts in a kid's movie, yeah. in a Nickelodeon TV show. He's just like, whoa, with his eyes crossed. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa. And then, like, the, the, the head douche, the, the Ethan Hawks who swallowed an umbrella, um, he just has the most anticlimactic death by just drowning. Yeah. It's such a shit. Like, and, like, let me say that, like, if I had to say one of the worst ways to die, I'm sure drowning is there. Oh, drowning but is, it is the absolute not- worst way to die. But it is not very cinematic. <laughs> like, right. It's very, no. And it's also it's, like it's, she doesn't get her revenge by like pulling him apart. You know, like when Willow uh, rips the skin off of the guy that killed her girlfriend in Buffy. Like it's – Yeah. That is – that is climactic. This – I would have loved, eh. yeah, for him to get flayed. Like he yeah. earned being flayed. But yeah, not – compared to all of I the I think they insanity, ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just like – 
trying to breathe underneath the pool and then just blood comes out of his mouth and that's the end. And you're like, okay, well, it's also not what it looks like when you drown. Blood doesn't come out of your mouth. (laughs) Nothing comes out of your mouth because you're drowning. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so so this is. Then, this is then, when Jason and the head cheerleader show up, right? Yes, yes. And then I love how the head cheerleader just comes back to get just destroyed by a a, a girl. <laughs> he just walks in, he's like, "Hey, you forgot to kill me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this is when I found out that Carrie, or not Carrie, Rachel's m- among all of her other powers, she has the ability to not only make a video rewind overly, but she also can dramatically zoom into the footage on the video. Enhance, <laughs> enhance. <laughs> uh, you know, I never realized that that is the the thing that breaks my suspension of disbelief in this movie. Thanks for ruining it for me, Matt. Yep, that whole movie's trash now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, and then, you know, Rachel dies. But and oh, it, you, it you're missing the sucks. whole point is that she's rewinding it because Jason London nuts and then says like i love you (laughs) i like when i lost my virginity i didn't say i love you it took me at least three days (laughs) oh i i mean i spout that too much i mean dude we haven't even had sex and you tell me that all the time all the hey man you're very important (laughs) so so rachel dies and then it cuts to the future and jason london's in college and he and the dog is still alive the dog's still kicking. So this is uh, when Jade came home, just so you know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the worst. There's no way to show people the last minute of this movie and convince them it's a good movie. Because <laughs> she screamed. She, she jumped. Did. Yeah. <laughs> she stood in front of the TV and screamed at this part. Wait, like scream in shock or in anger? Like, <laughs> oh, so she's like, <laughs> she, has, she, is the best, she is the best scream, too. Your videos yeah. of you scaring her make me laugh. So I only hard. saw the one where you're just like, hey, babe. And she goes, oh, and then you're like, and then you're just doing your fucking laugh. Well, there's the one where you're just standing in the dark in the bedroom. Until <laughs> See, well, because she's, I can't even do that anymore. Megan would punch me in the dick and leave me. And there's a key because when she expects you, when you when you get in the habit of scaring her, you have to um, think quick. So the way that I scared her that last time took a lot of effort because what I did was I walked in the room and I kicked my shoes off. And then I tiptoed into the bathroom and I turned the sink on and then I tiptoed back to the closet. So as she walked in, she heard me brushing my teeth. So she thought, bah! <laughs> But yeah, so the the jump scare at the end of the movie is basically that Jason London sees the reflection of Rachel come in, and it's this really sweet moment, you think, and then she screams and turns into a pile of CGI dust. Oh, that actually sucks pretty bad. Well. You know, it's no worse than the when Buffy dusts vampires in the TV show. It's yeah. really not. I mean, maybe but, it was bad in 99, though. No, it's my favorite part about it, though. She screams, and then there's like a hawk screech. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's like, ah! <laughs> uh, But the best, actually, the thing that I love about that last shot is when it shows Jason, or yeah, Jason London. I, I keep wanting to say Jonathan, and I don't want to, I don't want to do the, the podfather dirty like that. Um, but the last <laughs> shot is just this sad boy in an infinity mirror. And then there's a sticker that must be a band, and it says, Infinity's End. <laughs> and I'm like, I never caught that in I, when I saw it in the theater, obviously, because I'm much more of a nuanced viewer now. But they were really trying to make the, the ending pretty, mm, I don't know what you want to call it, but something. Yeah, all in all, this movie has such a bad rep 
and it does not deserve the bad rep that it is. This is a fun no. watch. <laughs> yeah. Especially I, coming I, off, I like, enjoyed it. Ad- admittedly, we're coming off a of blood rain. So yeah, that could have oh. that, that maybe tampered with a little bit of our perspective. But I genuinely like this movie. It's not like Scott said. Is it something I'm going to watch repeatedly? Like now, it'll probably be a couple years before I pop it in. But is this like a, oh, I'll never watch it again? Absolutely not. No. It's one of those ones where if it's on if it's on a streaming service, I'll be like, "Oh, yo, Carrie Two is on a, is this free streaming service." Yeah. Did we pay? Shutter, get on it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because Shutter listens to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Shutter, they might. Shutter's been shut. No, Shutter likes to fuck me over. I swear to God, <laughs> Shutter. Shutter just watches my Prime account and just like <laughs> fuck this guy because it's it's literally like there's been five movies so far. That it's like, oh, man, the only way I can watch this is to rent it for three bucks. Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's watch it. And then I'll pay for it. And then like three days later, Shutter's like, look what we added. Idiot. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I could have watched it for free. That's all right. All right so- it's more about getting that signal boost out to Shutter because we love Shutter. Yeah. We do love Shutter. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. So, what are your guys' double features? I'll start because it's my pick. So, okay. so why'd you ask? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, I'm going non-horror on this. And Ooh. it's not only would this be my double feature... But it was quite literally my double feature the night that I watched <laughs> The Rage Carry 2. Uh, American Pie 2, my favorite of the American Pie movies. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, you got Finch, you got Subaru over there, and it yeah. takes place in a high school. And it's, you know, it's genuinely, I do, I know that they're, they are problematic movies. But yeah. I, Gotta I love still, that murder Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I really do still think that the first two American Pie movies are very, very funny and get very loud, loud laughs out of me. I, I'll say that all four of them, like yeah. all four original cast members, I, I, I love. There's I a. Care. I was explaining it to a to someone the other day because we were talking about like the power of like sitcoms and like movies that you watched and like how that kind of ties into podcasts of this like idea that you let these people into your life in some way. And then like, it kind of feels like a friendship, even though it's not. And um, I was like, yeah, like when I put on American pie, there is like a part of my brain. that's like, I'm going to go hang out with my old friends from high school. Like, that's like how I feel when I watch those movies. It's like, Oh, Jim, you're so dumb. What are you doing? Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Like, so I binge watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, maybe like once every three years. And I get so invested in the show that the last two seasons is almost unwatchable for me. Because his ex-wife is just fucking 
everybody. And it like bothers me. It like hurts me that she's not with Larry David. And it's like, <laughs> he wrote the show, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely surreal sometimes the attachment that you have with uh with fictional characters. Yeah. Anyway, American Pie 2, that's my double feature. Uh you guys fight it out on who goes next. <laughs> Uh, bro- Scott, you- oh, sure, I will. Uh, this is an easy okay. one. Prom night two. Hello, or hello, Mary Lou. Prom night two. That is a good. Call. Well, very nice. good. It's also because um, I've been dragging my feet on making a post about uh, best sequels to movies. So, like, uh-huh. and and I would argue that Carrie two and Prom night two are more watchable, re- have more rewatch potential than the originals. I agree. I think that Carrie is a very well-made movie, it's, but not a movie I yeah, want to revisit. Yeah, it's, no, it's, a, it's a one and done. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brian, your double feature? So mine's similar to Scott. I went the sequel route. Uh, before anyone tries to lynch me, I don't. I think that the original definitely is rewatchable, and I think the original is a better film, but I like the sequel more. I'm going to go with American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, is that a sequel, you know though? I mean? Is it really a sequel? It's, I, it's, I, I would consider it, you know, it, I, I think it works. No, I mean, and that's like definitely one of those like that is that is only the Kelly family that could possibly argue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in defense of American Werewolf in Paris. But yeah, we watched it so much. So fun. So fun fact, IMDb, which I fucking hate them, put together a list of like the most rewatchable late sequels. Um. Carrie is on it. Carrie 2 is on number 24. And American Werewolf in Paris is number 27. Listen to the top three. And it says, which very late sequel is most rewatchable? Number one is Monsters University, which is like, oh, it's 12 years. Okay, I'll give them that. That's a long time. Number two, I'm just going to do the top five. (laughs) Number two is Godfather Part 3, which is awful. Number three is Phantom Menace. Number four is Live Free or Die Hard. And number five is Rambo 2008. Okay, all those are the wrong answer. Yeah, they're, they're all bad sequels. <laughs> yeah. Except for Monsters uh, University. I liked Monsters University. I like, I like Monsters University too. But it's um, also not a sequel. It's a prequel. So they're also incorrect. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get what they're saying. But like The Godfather Part 3 isn't even a movie. Yeah, it's a it's a clip show that has yeah. some extra footage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a remember when. Um, yeah that about that bothered me imdb's list pissed me off and then fucking ranker infuriates me right so did you know i used to write for ranker i'm glad you don't anymore i i quit i quit ranker when they added the new feature because now the way ranker works is that people who read the articles can click the up and down buttons to vote for what order it should be in and it changes the order that you wrote it in. What? And that completely fucked up the way I would write because I would write in a very like, speaking of number 10, let's move on to number nine type way. And then it just threw off your entire list based on like public opinion versus the writer's opinion. And I was like, yeah. this is stupid. Like I got so frustrated about What they should have done is have it set so that there was an alternate. Yeah. Like it's the same list, but your list is the first page. And then the second page is the list based on readers review yeah you can actually see i'm not sure if you still have access to the videos or not i'd have to look into it but when geekscape was a video podcast the last episode i ever did of geekscape was for like episode 200 or 250 it was one of like their anniversary episodes and it was 
in the ranker office. And it was all, it was like a whole party. We had like 40 people there with like pizzas and beer and drinks. And we were playing the 1979 Captain America movie on a TV screen for people oh, to watch. Because we found a bootleg of it. And it was right after the new, like the real one came out. <laughs> <laughs> like It was like maybe a week after the actual Captain America <laughs> um, had premiered. So we were like, our advertisements were like, we found a bootleg of the Captain America movie that will be screening. <laughs> <laughs> you <Okay>. pricks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good time. And they had like a giant, like street fighter turbo four player arcade cabinet in there. It was a cool little office, but a shitty job. And I didn't like working for them. And I still don't, I still am upset about like the few articles that I have that are on their website, but uh, yeah, fuck ranker. Anyway, <laughs> That was The Rage, Carry 2 from 1999, as picked by me. Next week, we're going to have a special guest. And I'll, you know what? I'll spoil something. We have a special guest, and that guest is Kyle, who's been on the show many times. And the reason that Kyle's on the show is that we're talking about a movie that he swore he would track us down <laughs> if we were to talk about it without him. So go through all of our archives and try to figure out what I'm going to actually have is. to like go back and find what episode it was that he says that. <laughs> but real quickly if you're listening to the horror movie night you should also go and check out our patreon page patreon.com backslash hmn podcast this week we'll be dropping our teen wolf episode next week there's going to be a little interview with kyle for why kyle is also in pennsylvania with brian scott and i for the weekend and there will be a ton of other great bonus features that you get you also get the episodes a week early if you pay the ten dollar tier on patreon so if you just Desperately want to know what we're talking about next week? Go and donate the $10 and just listen. It's already up there waiting for you. Uh, Damn, I didn't even get on iTunes. my week early. <laughs> go on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, it helps us with our standings and, and all that stuff. Go and check out the rock and or the pop, rock, and horror convention in Gettysburg. Two-thirds of us will be there, as well as a bunch of our friends. And there might even be a, uh, a panel there. More to come uh, on that. And... As always, stay tuned for more Horror Movie Night. We're super excited that you guys listen. We're very fucking close to episode 200. We're going to be streaming for 12 hours on June 7th. Stay tuned for more information on that. We're trying to see if we can do it on YouTube instead of Twitch, because I think that would be really fucking cool. So stay tuned for all that information, and we will be back next week. Boom. listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.